All right, welcome to Voices Matter Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Um, I'm Kayla. All right, Kayla, what grade are you in? Seventh. All right, Kayla in seventh grade. Can you tell us what was your topic you chose? Um, my topic was Black Wall Street. All right, and what do you want us to know about Black Wall Street? Um, nowadays, not a lot of people talk about Black Wall Street, so I think it should be noticed more um, because it was a terrible tragedy where a lot of people were lost and they try to cover it up when really they shouldn't because it was very bad. Yes, it was extremely uh, traumatic mm -hmm. and it was domestic terrorism. Mm -hmm. So we had hundreds of black people lose their lives innocently, mm -hmm. all due to greed. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you were able to research a topic that interested you. Mm -hmm. The audience can't see your phenomenal work that you did. Mm -hmm. So could you describe your canvas? You painted a color, first of all. What mm -hmm. color did you choose to paint? For the background, I chose black because most of the pictures on my painting are black and white, and I felt like it fit the theme. So it fit the theme of black and white people and choosing to paint black in the background mm -hmm. supported black people in the black community. Mm -hmm. So then you found pictures from Black Wall Street. Mm -hmm. So and you match podged those on your canvas. Mm -hmm. All right. And then you did something really interesting. You flipped some of those pictures. What uh -huh. did you do? So um, on the bottom i have pictures of like before the terrorist attack and when the community was thriving with all the businesses and people and then on the upper part of the canvas i put some pictures of when the terrorist attack took place and after when millions were running out of the uh city and after when people were looking around and they had nowhere to go with no homes and no jobs. And when you say they had nowhere to go with no home and no jobs, you're talking specifically about black people. Yeah, because the community was nothing but black people who were thriving off their own businesses, their own houses, and their own community altogether. Excellent. And then you flipped those pictures upside down, mm -hmm. and you painted something after you flipped them. What did you paint? Um, I painted a red line across where the pictures are flipped because I felt like the red line needed to be there for all the blood that was lost and all the people who died. Yeah, the blood that was shed yeah. by innocent people. The blood and the tears. The blood and the tears. And when you flip them upside down, what was the purpose of flipping those upside down? Um, I flipped it upside down because I felt like the disaster should just go on top because I felt like if the canvas is on the wall, like 
the pictures would face up towards the sky for all the people who died. Okay, so that sounds like that was a tribute to the people who were killed. Mm-hmm. And you're honoring their mm-hmm. lives by having it face towards the sky. Mm-hmm. That is a very powerful image that you created. Mm-hmm. And I hope people have an opportunity to see it. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have then for teachers, principals, who are preparing young people to live in this world? What do you think they should know about this? Um, first off, I think it should be taught more in schools because it's not talked about a lot. And it should just be talked about during Black History Month. It should be talked out, talked about all the time because it's very important and younger children need to know what happened and what took place on that evening. Okay, so it's important that students understand uh-huh. the whole story, uh-huh. the whole history, Yes, not just bits and pieces. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for joining our show today. You're welcome. All right, welcome back. We have another student here. Would you like to share your name? My name is Autumn. All right, Autumn, and what grade are you in? Seventh grade. What did you focus on for your project? George Floyd. George Floyd. What is the title of your piece? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Can you tell us why were you interested in George Floyd? Because I feel like it shouldn't happen to him because he ain't really do nothing. They still don't know if the $20 bill was counterfeit or not. So we don't even know whether or not this alleged crime that he committed, we don't even know if there's any validity to it. So mm-hmm. you wanted people to understand that George Floyd's life meant something to you. Yes. All right, can you describe to the audience, because they can't see this very powerful work, you did an amazing job mixing these colors and putting a poem and your photograph and uh, rocks on there. Can you tell us the colors that are in the background and why you chose that? The colors in the black background is red and black and a little bit of white. But I pick red and black because... It's like emotional because it's the black is for darkness and the red is for us. No, the black is for sadness and the red is for like death, kind of. Okay, so the red symbolized death and depression, and depression, and the black symbolized your sadness. Mm-hmm. And you swirled those together. Yes. And then you wrote a poem. Did you want to read that poem to the audience? Sure. Okay. I can't breathe. These words on. Repeat in my head. Another man, innocent but dead. No fault, no crime. Dead because of different skin color than the officer. Another life taken just like that. Treated not like a human but a rat. How many lives does it have to take? So as from our sleep we wake. Does a different skin color give you less worth? Does it make it okay to be hurt? What is the difference between you and me? I get to live and you have to die. I can't breathe, he said, as he gasped for air. 
hoping for an answer to his prayer. Yet alone, he did. No one had his back all because he was black. That's really heavy and very powerful. When you wrote that, you decided to actually integrate it into your art. So you have that modge podged on your canvas. Um, what is that poem leading to at the bottom of your canvas? A power rocks because the rock stands for heaviness on my heart. Heaviness on your heart. And there's a photograph of you in the middle of all of this. And what position are you in? I have my fist up. So it's symbolizing power to the people, black power, and trying to say we need to stand up for George Floyd and all black lives. Yes. Do you have any advice, Autumn, for teachers, principals regarding this topic? I feel like what happened to George Floyd needs to be talked about because it's not like a real scene that needed to be happened to him. So we need to have spaces for students to actually engage in conversation about what does this mean to them. Yes, instead of them killing George Floyd, they need to worry about what's actually happening um, in this world with people trafficking and all that. So there's other things going on that... That's real serious. That's real serious. Instead of a case that did not need to be happen to George Floyd. All right. Thank you so much, Autumn, for those words of wisdom and for sharing your passion with all of us. You're welcome. All right, welcome back. We have another student with us who's going to share their art making. Could you tell us your name? Casey. All right. Casey, in what grade are you in? Seventh. All right. Casey from seventh grade. What topic did you choose? Why Black History Month should last longer. All right. And when you say it should last longer, what does that mean to you? That it shouldn't just be 28 days. It should be 365 days a year. All right. And why should it be 365 days a year? And you have some uh, peers who are nodding their head yes as you're talking. Why should it be 365 days a year? Because we need to be remembered and celebrated every day. Every day. All right. And those are, again, words of wisdom. Powerful message. And so you chose on your canvas, what is the background? Brown. Brown. And why brown? Because it represents black people. All right. So it represents black people. And on the bottom of your canvas, you took a picture. What is that a picture of? A picture of me. And what are you doing in that picture? I'm... um. Raising my arms up like I don't know. You don't know or you've been, oh, you didn't know who those people were. Yes. So when you, um, you modged some faces at the top, what are some of those faces of? Um, famous black people that I don't know. All right. So you researched a bunch of black people and you didn't know who they were. You had not been taught that in school. So you chose specific people to admire, to be inspired by, and where did you put them on the canvas? Um, on top of me, raising my arms. Because what are they doing for you? They are helping me. They're helping you. Okay, they're inspiring you, helping you. All right, and so what advice then do you have for teachers and principals who are deciding what it is that students learn? 
and how they learn. That they should start teaching about black people more. All right. So, and when do you think that should start? In middle school, elementary school, high school? Just every day of our lives. Every day of your life. So it doesn't matter if you're 5 or 15. It should be starting mm -hmm. 365. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that advice, for your message, and thank you for participating in this podcast. You're welcome. All right, welcome to Voices Matter podcast. Today we have some students with us. Our first student that we have for today, could you share your name? My name is Jalen Chapman. All right, Jalen, can you tell us what grade level you're in? I, I'm, in I'm, in, I'm in the seventh grade. You're in seventh grade, fantastic. And what topic did you choose? I picked banned books. Why did you choose banned books? Because, um, because like it, it was like it, it kind of stood out. It kind of stood out to me, and like and I like to read like some sometimes, and and so you like to read, and yeah, I, I, I like to read like sometimes, like kind of like like a little, like a little. Okay, so you like to read sometimes or a mm -hmm. little, yeah. And so it sounds like you didn't like the idea that somebody would tell you you can't read this book. Yeah, basically. All right. So your art is one of a kind. There's nobody else who did anything like yours. So you put two canvases on top of each other and you made something to go over the canvases. Yes. So let's start with what you made to put over the canvases. Okay. Okay. So basically, okay, so basically the, 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 second, the second canvas is just for the pictures of the band books that are our band. And the second one, the second, the second one represent fire, fire, and, and, and like little, little chains on the top represent that the lock and you can't read them. And, and basically, I would say that like the books that are inside represent that you can't like 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 they're just banned, like they're just banned. And you can't read them or just see them. Okay, so on that first canvas, you researched a bunch of books, and there are thousands and thousands of books that are banned, mm -hmm. but you decided to choose, let's the just say, 20, 25 books to Maj Podge on that first canvas. Mm -hmm. Then you made a second canvas. Yes. You cut it open, made it look like, hey, you're, you're burning right through. It's a secret. And you made it red and orange and yellow, like mm -hmm. fire flames. Yes. And then you made that chain, and I saw you make that, and you took so much time. How did you make that chain? Uh, with um, paper towel, paper towels. I couldn't use something else; it would break easily. But paper towels, and I made, and I kind of made them like made them a little thinner, and then I put them in my spots so they could stick, so they could stay like that. And I put them in a circle, and then and I, I kind of like repeated that, repeated that, but basically just basically just. Basically, just it was just inside. Yeah. So you made a chain. You made two chains. Yes. And you put the chain over the fire yes. to show that this is being blocked. Mm -hmm. This is all being banned. Yeah. Excellent. Y your piece is so, so powerful. I absolutely love the way that you executed this. When you think about what teachers and principals should be doing for kids, especially if they have banned books. 
What message would you like to tell teachers or principals if they're thinking of banning books? Oh, I would say, I would say, maybe maybe you should ban them. Let let them let them let them read. Let them let's, let some people read. It's like a gain experience and may or pro, or something that can help them in the future. Okay, so let's not ban books. Let's let students read what they need to read, yes. and then they can learn something. All right. Thank you very much for your advice. And thank you for participating in the show. Okay.